0: Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review Secret Invasion: the first three episodes for you right now. My name is Wayne, and my name is Paul. Welcome
1: to this review of the mid-season, or we'll mid-season, or mid-TV mini-series season of Secret Invasion, which of course dropped onto Disney Plus beginning in late June and continuing up to the present moment with three episodes to go. It's a six-episode season. It's created by Kyle Bradstreet, of course, based on the big, popular run in Marvel Comics. Stars Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Ben Mendelson, Kingsley Ben Adia, Killian Scott, Samuel Adewumi, Dermot <laughs> Mulroney, <laughs> Amelia Clark, Olivia Coleman, Don Cheadle, and Christopher McDonald, among other recognizable names. Each episode runs between 44 and 58 minutes. Mm-hmm. So some of them are closer to, to obviously to that hour, and others are a bit more sort of TV network-y sort of length. And Wayne,
0: what is it about? So Secret Invasion is about. Samuel Jackson, who is his grizzled Nick Fury, returns as present day Nick Fury, who is summoned down from his recuperative stint at Sabre, which is an intergalactic space headquarters run by the, whatever, Marvel people. <laughs> <laughs> and. He has to come down to deal with the growing unrest and Earth among Skrulls, who are the folks, the green folks, that he encountered for the first time in the Captain Marvel movie. They are essentially, because they can turn into anyone they want, there is a sentiment that they are trying to take over the Earth to make it their planet. And that's kind of the film. Yeah. the Show. Show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Now, obviously, no words on reviews, or sorry, no word on popularity, we don't know how well this is doing or not doing. But critically, the review aggregator on Rotten Tomatoes has this sort of approval rating of 61% with an average score of 6.5 out of 10 based on 139 reviews. On Metacritic, it's actually slightly higher, something you don't see very often. It's got a serious score of 63 out of 100 thus far based on 24 critics indicating generally favourable reviews. Mm. So when we know this is your genre, it is. spy thriller is spy thriller. you down to a T, we're sure. adding... Sort of pseudo-superhero stuff, like this is very grounded. Very grounded. Very grounded. They make a point of, at one point in Proceedings Fury says, we can't involve... The Avengers. The Avengers or the big guys because then they'll replicate them and have their powers... Seemingly, yeah, which, which I is realized was a thing, but okay.
0: Uh, look, there's a lot of going th- going on here, and th- yeah, okay. Look, let me give you a general yeah. sort of so like. So this is
1: more your jam than mine. I'm the sort of tag along sure. here for the ride. So very keen to hear what you thought of these first three episodes.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so first of all, the performances in it are are good, are good to great in some cases. Um, the uh, like Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. It's he's doing what he always did. Uh, and and you know we've got Mendo Ben Mendelssohn as Talos, who I think is probably doing the best job here with the possible exception of who's the chick who was in hot fuzz the old the Olivia old, Coleman Olivia Coleman yeah she might be the one hemming it up the most successfully which I like and I think the scenes between her and Nick Fury are really really great mm-hmm. so that's fine what the issue is Paul is Paul, every time a Marvel thing came out I came in my pants. Do you remember that, Paul? Back in those heady
1: days. Heady days, twenty twelve. It used to be cool.
0: Yeah, and I was like oh, I
1: can't wait for this, can't wait for this, can't wait for this. Uh, all the way through to, I would argue Endgame.
0: Yeah, even the TV Endgame shows I was I'm so interested excited. in. Well, yeah. uh, Endgame was the sh- like, all of that Phase 3 or uh, 1 Four, to 3 yeah, is the fried... 3 3, you're right, sorry. Really, really great. And I think that this show here it's the kind of serious show a Marvel fan like me would have shat his pants for th- five years ago. It seems to be falling a little bit flat. I'm not as excited anymore, 100%. Paul. Um, oh, look, you've got superhero fatigue. You've got Marvel fatigue. Uh, but, Finally. Yes, but you know what it is? It's that Marvel movies, the reason they were the bomb is because they say somehow became for everyone. Like it used to be this genre-specific, nerd anyone who's ever visited a comic store, i.e. me. <laughs> Well, feeling we felt like, oh, the rest of the world is finally caught up and now we don't have to live in the shadows anymore, okay? And <laughs> and then it became like, oh, everyone likes Marvel films. Woo, you know, and it was the hottest ticket in town and all that sort of stuff. And then now it's not as much for everyone, Paul. You have to have seen a lot of stuff to actually get this shit now. Mm. Like and I think TV is the problem. I think that like a lot of things, like you have to have seen a lot TV, you know, like a movie's a couple of hours, three hours, whatever tops. This is, you know, eight, ten, 10 twelve, and yeah, exactly. So I'll tell you that. The thing that I noticed about this show is that this should have been. This should feel like Winter Soldier. It should feel like that kind of spy thriller. Because that and and look, Winter Soldier is probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, you so, love that one. Yeah, so it's never going to hit that height. But this show here, despite having very big set pieces, particularly in the first uh, episode, it doesn't feel very big. Is my thing. It does for for the yeah. subject matter of we're trying to save the earth from this, you know, subterfuge by essentially alien. Beans, yeah. yeah. It should feel a lot bigger. And a lot of the scenes are in rooms. So a lot of the scenes are conversational. And I don't mind that necessarily. But it's, something is missing. And I'll tell you this. This is the first thing I noticed, even from episode one-ish. Sam Jackson, how old is he? You reckon he's in his 70s? Yeah, I think so. Okay. He is, and they cleverly have done this, right? They're, he's Even in like Captain Marvel, the very last credit scene where he walks in, in the Sabre station, I'm like, he's walking like a real old man. And he is an old man. But he's like very hobbly kind of walking, right? The showrunners have noticed this, and they've said, "Okay, well, what we're gonna do is he's gonna come to Earth, and he's on purpose gonna work with a limp, and he's on purpose gonna look sort of like you know amble around." And they even mention it in the show. It's like Nick Fury's here, but I can't even—he's he, not much to worry about. He walks with a limp; he can barely see out of his good eye. Pop, 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 right? And I think the idea here is it's like, well, maybe Nick Fury's putting it on to kind of throw you off and that kind of thing. But then there's a scene. Rope it up, exactly. But in, there's a scene in this where he sort of sparks up and kind of like he gets like, he, he locks up this, this yeah, guy who's yeah. trying to manhandle him. It's the worst looking, It's like it looks like my grandpa trying to wrestle me. Like it's just, oh, oh, oh. oh. And, and the, the guy who's playing, he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, fuck off, man. You could crush him in about 10 seconds. <laughs> and so that's, the, that's one thing. I'm sitting there going, this guy really looks his age and he's, he's moving like his age. And I think that, like, again, the performances are fine. It's all good. I don't really know what Amelia Clark's doing there. I don't really, like, I don't, like, I know she's playing this sort of Telos' daughter, and the, the, but, like, it's, it's a very, um, at the moment it hasn't grabbed me. I'll put it that way. Okay.
1: All right, so to counter, not counter, really, because I'm mostly in agreement with you, I would, I think this show is very safe. It's, yeah. Other than one big moment in the first episode, which we'll keep for spoilers. Yep. Nothing here has shocked me, and it does feel very flat.
0: A little but bit, right? Does,
1: there's a lot of scenes, like you said, of, characters talking in a room and i get it it's a spy thing that happens if you think about tinker taylor soldier spy yep as the prime example of that i didn't love that movie because it's too much dog me doggy too doggy i doggy didn't doggy like doggy. the
0: movie at all i don't know what the hell it was.
1: it was raved about critics loved it oh my god so good based on the john Lacar novel and everything yeah. this is kind of like that but with obviously no one knew it's good in acting or as as well put together but It's just a lot of explaining what we're doing here and what we're gonna do next. There's so much expository dialogue and it really drags the pacing of this down. I liked the first episode. I thought, oh, this is
0: good. No, the first episode like was was it actually gave you holy
1: shit, that's quite big. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I'm in. Let's see how and the second episode I'm like, I'm bored by the end of the second episode. It was, and it shouldn't be that way. It,
0: the second one was catching you up on stuff,
1: you know, and it's like... And I'm going to come to some of the things it catches yeah, you up on. And yeah. my big qualm with this whole show is a spoiler. And maybe it will all be good by the end, so I'm not going to mark it down for it. But at the same time, it stops it being really good. And the third episode, it's like, eh, okay, it's more of the second episode. I'm not. It's not got enough propulsion. It's not got enough urgency to it. Like, things are happening. And then I go, well, that should... That should generate
0: some excitement.
1: Instead, Fury just wanders off and does this thing instead. And I'm like, huh?
0: <sighs> it's it's going to be hard to... Yeah, it, we'll, we'll discuss it properly when we get into spoilers. But a lot of the things that happen in there, the whole kind of gambit of the show is that because Skrulls can be anyone, you're not sure who anyone really is, Yeah. Right? On one level, that's great. And apparently the comic was like that, where you didn't know who was what. Yeah, right? That's how it should be. I mean, and
1: you should be wondering in virtually every scene, is this a person? A human, or is this a scroll?
0: Right, and you are to an extent, but the problem with that is, on some level, it makes nothing mean anything because you're like, for me, I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god, that happened!" But hang on, that could have been a Skrull, and maybe that person isn't really alive or dead or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's, it's this back. It's a, it's a lot like the multiverse where it's like if there's a million versions of every one of you people, it doesn't matter if any of you die. You yes. know what I mean? So it's a little bit like that, and I know that that's the gambit of the film. So I don't, sorry, I don't really understand. I don't really issue it that necessarily, but I can't. You know, disagree that it just feels a little bit perfunctory like just so yeah. hum
1: and I 100% agree with you I've not been a fan of any of these Marvel TV shows with the exception of Loki which I think did capture some of the magic that had been sorely lacking through phase 4 and now are into phase 5 and I honestly believe there is a, a superhero fatigue here but this is so different we, we haven't got a superhero at least where I'm up to in, in this show Yeah, maybe someone will make an appearance eventually but it is more grounded spy thriller stuff with you know the humans among who, who mingle with the Avengers and everything else and the superheroes, and yet, and yet,
0: it's more of the same. Well, this is this is what I think is actually the problem, right? You would think, uh, I don't know, really good writing means that you could somehow make this useful and interesting without the superheroes. But their reasoning for it, Nick, like you mentioned it, Nick Fury says, you know, we can't involve the Avengers because then, you know, they'll be getting copied and so on and so. on, That's a shit reason, like. They can do that. At least any- they gave it a reason. I like suppose other, sh- other
1: episode or episodes, TV shows yeah. or big threat films, where it's just oh, they don't say anything or oh, he's on vacation. Fuck off.
0: Yeah, that was all like you know, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's look like I said. I'll continue to watch. I always I do actually enjoy the fact like, but I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the pandemic when I started seeing Marvel film t- TV shows come out in the pandemic and that dun, 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 you know the, the opening scene that gave me comfort. Now it's like okay, let's see what you got. You know. So my wife
1: just flatly refused. She's not even despised stuff. Look, I don't, like ex- it. I don't expect I don't girls like, to. But th- you might miss you might miss something important. That's kind of my always my fear.
0: Well, this is this is the the challenge for these filmmakers because even the people who were writing Infinity War, Mark McFeely and what his name, they were saying that there's so much more stuff we wanted to put in there. They wanted to put Luke Cage in the movie. They wanted to put all these things. And He said, but the truth is, it's already three hours long. Yeah, well, that. But also, he said we. We are already asking so much of the audience to know so much backstory from all of these films that I can't ask you any more. I can't ask you to watch the TV when shows you, as well. If you're
1: someone who doesn't watch the TV shows, obviously you're not listening to this, or you don't. You're just listening to for the yeah. hell of it because it's come up on your yeah. on your podcast rotations. But you wouldn't have known that Scarlet Witch had gone from being a hero to a villain by the time that. Doctor Strange movie came out. Yeah,
0: that's it, see? So and it's they very, are important, these They shows. are very important. And Marvel used to always have this thing where it was like, no, we, we ma- mailed in the TV shows and the movies. And that's why Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. leads directly into Captain America Winter Soldier. Like, literally the guy But goes, that one you
1: could watch without, because I gave up on
0: Exactly. Yeah. They they made it such that, because literally the, the bald guy goes, oh, I'm about to go on a ship now. And the next, the opening of Captain America is him on that, that bald yeah. guy on the ship. So it's like, but if you didn't know that, it it's wouldn't have a hurt. Deal. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, now it's become very, like, important that you know certain things. Otherwise, you've got to go back and go, what was that? Oh, you know, who's become Captain America, of course. Yeah, and here's the thing, though, right? A show like Game of Thrones, it's so reliant on shit that happened before and even before the show started because they keep talking about these people who lived in different fucking eras and stuff. It's well-building, yeah. And it still worked, though. So something's going wrong here where I've stopped caring as much. That's what I think. I think
1: it's fatigue. and I think the, the basic issue here is this show falls in the same category. The quality is not there anymore. You diversify enough of your talent, and yeah. you spread it thinly enough,
0: it the end product suffers. I think it looks fine. It's a great. It's it's well shot. Oh, I mean, yeah, there was
1: particularly the first episode. I know yeah. some pretty cool shots in there. There was yeah. the one where it was following someone running upstairs and, yep. the, and the crane kind of sort of stopped at a certain point as the lights kept going up. That was cool. Hmm. There are, there have been some nice shots. A couple of sort of you know gliding over the top of a crowd shots, following someone through a crowd from that sort of top down angle. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, a, so I think it's like production-wise it's not terrible, it's just something... Some the writing,
1: it's the story. Yeah, it's probably the writing. It needs to be more compelling and I think it make, this show makes a fundamental flaw, although I don't know how it would work otherwise I'm not going to try and sit here and come mm. up with it. We see too much of the scrolls plotting and their plans. Yeah. So it, as much as there's reveals about who is and who isn't a scroll, mm. even where I'm you know, halfway through this series, but I don't know why we're following their side of it so hard. My I'd hope- much rather... Have, have streamlined this into following Fury and Co and Talos and not being so much worried about the villains like we learn from, as they learn what's going on.
0: Well that's the thing. I think that what they're doing is to get, to make um what's the bad guy's name? Gravik. To make him useful or or meaningful as a bad guy, you need to know his motivations so they they cut back to uh, you know young Sam Jackson which by the way still looks way better than Harrison Ford <laughs> yes the youngfication so, so I'd say the production value is still sort of there uh, and someone said this um, I saw this in an online video someone was saying that because there's so many Marvel titles going on they literally don't have the VFX artists to actually do stuff that's why she hugged into to shit and that's why all these other things just don't um, look like I said, as good they're, they're spreading their talent too thin right and that's why they're true, they're moving towards this secret invasion stuff which is less it's got CGI but yeah, not well, like huge Yeah, slow it down Marvel I think
1: I think. They are learning that lesson like they're not rolling out as many films per well, year absolutely
0: stop like you haven't seen like i know you didn't like shang chi but that was to me the last good marvel film of this era was shang chi i didn't like any of them as good as that as much as that i know you didn't like it much but that would have had under the old world that would have had a sequel by now it's been like fucking five years or something right couple two years it would be in production if it was gonna happen. yeah but there's no not even a whisper of it right no. so yeah that's what's going on so i think that um, what's the next one what is the next one
1: Well, Craven the Hunter's not part of. No, it's Captain no. America Brave New World. And then Loki's out, season two is out in October. Yeah. And then it's the Marvels is the next one, in oh. November.
0: No, Captain America is supposedly... No. Till, oh, really? Not for a while? No. Oh, okay. No, not, not till well, I'll tell you something about that. Captain, Captain America is not till next year. Yeah, and that best. fucking doesn't interest me one bit. Like, fucking, other than Harrison Ford being in it, I think that the, the, the Captain America TV show was crap. So, oh, mostly crap.
1: Yeah, July next year is kind of the new or, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, okay, cool. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well that's my general thought. well yeah, take. that's
1: our general thought. Obviously we're we're pretty lukewarm on this show. It's not yeah. we're not thoroughly it. It's recommending not crap, it.
0: but it's not I'm I'm a little nonplussed.
1: Yeah, fair enough. That's probably where I would categorize myself as well. Let's hit the spoiler button then and speak a bit more about the plot developments. Bitches leave. <laughs> no Jack today, instead. Get out of here if Clemens. you are not interested at all. <laughs> Uh, if you are, sorry, if you don't still here we go. Or if you've seen it thus far to the end of episode three. So the first episode, I yes. thought the, the opening sequence was really effective. We get the guy who's clearly, he comes across as this raving lunatic and Martin Freeman's character, I can't remember his name. Yep. His agent is talking to him. And of course you're going, which one of these are they? He's a Skrull. He's probably a Skrull, isn't he? Yeah, he's going to be a scroll.
0: Hmm. And that guy who's going nuts, he's Beric Dondarian from fucking Game of Skrulls. Oh, I didn't recognize him. Yeah, yes, cool. well, yeah. well said.
1: Anyway, so then he's being chased by some big, huge Russian dude and, oh, no, he's in trouble. And then that Russian dude, he's going to have to be the Skrull, right? No, they're both Skrulls. Exactly. One of them is Talos. That was cool. I enjoyed that whole sequence. Yeah. That set the stage. Then Fury comes down from this base, whatever the fuck it's called. Mm -hmm. And here's my big, big problem, Wayne, with this whole show thus far. Yeah. This is all happening because Fury didn't honor his promise to The the Skrulls, which was, I will find you a new home. Yes. Talos seems to be fine with this and they're still best of mates. He got married to a Skrull. Yep. We find out by the end of episode two. Mm-hmm. And he disappears up to... And I, I'm like, I don't understand any of your reasoning. And yeah. I, obviously by the end of the show they'll show this, but I hate the fact they're holding it back as if it's this big fucking reveal.
0: Well, this is what, to my understanding, based on Captain Marvel, where after you find out that like Talos was playing Nick Fury the whole time. Right, or for a big chunk of no, time. that was at the oh, end sorry, of, that was um, at the end of Far from Home. Far from Home, Far from yeah. Home. Yeah, the idea that I understand it's supposed to be is that Nick Fury, after having you know dealt with the Avengers and all that sort of stuff, he's like, you know, the real threat is not here; it's in space. So they created that Shield Station, and he was going up there to either have a rest or go up there to actually oversee the the monitoring of like basically space and what threats could come to Earth. Right, so. That's why he's up there, and the idea was he wasn't part of the Earth anymore. It's like your assignment is now up there, but to keep you, you know, tell us we'll make you it's agree. we always saying
1: that the Nick Fury we've seen through all the films, but no, we we know we know he blipped away. Yes, so he was in Avengers Infinity Infinity War. Yes, so he did get blipped because his wife says to him. I lost you once, I grieved, and then you came back, and then you disappeared again. So yes. it's, the implication seems to be it's only been since the blip that he disappeared for good. Like, I know he went up there and started work on shit after Captain yes. Marvel. Yes,
0: so yeah, since the blip, he, he went up there to look and then tell us, kind of, you know, whatever, stayed and, and impersonated him for a while. This is the thing. Whenever you find out that someone is a Skrull, you go, ooh, that person's a Skrull. And then you ask, how long has he been a yes. Skrull?
1: And we don't get any answers to that kind of thing.
0: No, and that's the thing that gives me the shits because you sit there and, like, for example, in the last episode, right? I know you've missed it a bit, but basically, Rhodey, it is sort of implied it that he's a Skrull right. or that he's a bad guy or that he's playing a bad guy while he's, you know, he's like, could be a double or triple agent, whatever. And if Rhodey, that. Rhodey, if, is Rhodey yeah, Rhodey's like So Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, yeah. So that scene in the second episode where he fires Samuel Jackson. Yes. And that's the same way he has the awkward exchange with the bodyguard. Exactly, yeah. right? now that like <laughs> agent, whatever he is. Yeah, whatever that guy is, right? So you're now going, so what means what? Because if Rhodey was a Skrull firing Nick Fury, he's not really fired. But then Nick Fury is like, <laughs> at the end, literally, he's like kind of crying and sitting on a bench and shit. And then it's like, okay, but then, so then Nick Fury can, keeps on going because he's Nick Fury. I find that
1: very hard to believe as well. Just because Nick Fury was in a place doesn't mean he's responsible for it. You fucked up, you didn't manage to stop the explosions okay it w- and yeah. maria hill got shot and died now presumably she is dead because she didn't revert to scroll form when she was shot
0: right so the, I, th- I believe the maria hill so far death is real and that was a good thing about that first episode yes, it, it raised Bang. The stakes. Like, holy shit yep. she can go she's been here since fucking avengers yep. right so that Although was... it makes sense she's the most
1: disposable of all the most definitely other, I w- her or martin freeman's character
0: yeah Oh, martin freeman is like yeah, you're right. You're right. Other those two, but the and and that's cool that they've got those people coming back and the fact that they capped her and it's like oh my god she's really done. Very big stakes, all good. That was the only big set piece so far that yes. I've seen. Like everything else is sort of in a forest or in a room, and so it's like okay, well I get them making that the first like episode, but since then now you're 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 sort of finding and out one sort of action scene where they're
1: shooting up trying to get to the guys being interrogated by Olivia Coleman.
0: Yep, that was okay. That was that was actually... Uh, Olivia Coleman scenes are, 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 are my favourites. Yeah. Um, and so she's an Oscar winner, I think. She is. Yeah. And then there is a death that happens at the end of the third episode, which makes you think, oh my god, okay. right? So no one's safe. So it does go places. I suspect the death at the end of the third episode is not a real death. That's what I think, but I'm not sure. So again, Telos is like the, the through line for this now, because he's... But oh, what do you I think? Have
1: that, I have that weird exchange in the second episode where they have a fight because Talos yeah. never told Fury that there's a million scrolls, you know. On the train, yeah. Not on the train, but the, the fight's on the I train. I mean, but, the fight's on the train, yeah. But spread throughout humanity and so
0: why do you never thought to tell me this?
1: Fuck, get out of here. This is your stuff. Yeah. Okay, and they haven't, where I'm up to, at least they haven't sort of come back together yet. So.
0: Well, that's the one thing that doesn't ring true here. Why is Talos so uh, engendered? With well, Nick yeah. Fury. Other if, the f- he's if, a nice guy. and want to kill humans.
1: Coming back around to my my yeah. point, Nick Fury promised them a home. He has not delivered a home. Why have we not seen this? What's the rationale? What's the explanation? I'd be better get it because otherwise, this is like this big, huge, dangling plot thread.
0: I got the impression that it was just that they couldn't find a planet that was suitable. Well, they need
1: to do better a job of explaining that. Yeah, they've why never didn't given do that? like Nick Fury fucked up. So Gravik and his cohort of, of rebel and underground. Yeah, this underground. The truck. The Rebels will destroy. All humans on Earth, and we're going to take over from the rubble of their planet. I'm like, that's a pretty big thing. Why can't you just fucking say we're here? We'll have we'll have this part over here, thanks very
0: much, and we'll terraform. We'll do it. You know what I mean? Which is what happened with the Thor people. The um, yeah. they they yeah, just they took over New Asgard. And, yeah, New Asgard exactly. So, and then if there's only a I mean, million of them, as long them, as they're
1: friendly and they're not, it's not going to bother anyone. Clearly, Earth, this Earth in this particular universe, is pretty happy
0: to welcome in space people. Yeah, exactly. And there's only a million of them. Yeah, right. That's basically. Just give him a chunk of the Amazon. I don't know, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, for example, yeah, someplace like that. Fuck it, that they can it.
1: clearly breathe our atmosphere, so they don't need to terraform anything, despite exactly. what I just said. Before. And they can,
0: in fact, because they don't get affected by radiation, they could just go to genomics. So, Gravix is so
1: pissed off because he, you know, established he lost his parents, whatever, during whatever fight, that we're going to destroy all of this planet's population because Nick Fury didn't find us a home. What about just saying, what What can you do here, Nick? All governments of the
0: world, yeah, it's you're just, right. It, I don't know, it seems it like a weakness. None of this
1: really works until we understand why Nick Fury. Has stayed away. Why he just left, and why his wife let letting walk straight back in? If she, if he really did choose to stay away from her, and she mm. didn't know he was alive, like wow, okay, scroll or not, that's a pretty shitty fucking
0: yeah. Um, and why did she? And and you know, he hooks up with a scroll years and years ago. That becomes his wife. Yep. This whole time, he's had a scroll wife. Yep. Uh, initially, I thought does he know she's a scroll, but he did because he they had the flashback where yep. he said, "Oh, this new face, he was." You know, it's all. I think what happens is like we he's at such this, an enigma. Well, at this third, this is the thing. On one level, you want to keep us guessing. But on another level, it needs to be a satisfying kind of But it shouldn't like... be guessing about the backstory. Like, just fucking show
1: us. Like, and if there is no fucking, if there is no reveal by the end, or no explanation as to why or how he failed to find a home for them, yeah, and why he ran away, other than being out of sorts after being blipped out of existence for a bunch of years, which for him, of course, is just boom, you're back. Yeah. What What's the problem? Like, they're going to do a better job of it getting into It has been 30 head.
0: years or whatever since they, you know, since he made the promise, right? So, yeah.
1: you'd think in 30 years, S.H.I.E.L.D. would be able to find it's a planet. He's not, not acknowledged this at all. And, again, why is Talos fine with this if people, others aren't? Yeah. Especially
0: like, since his daughter is in the Resistance yes. and he stands to lose her. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. I mean yeah. Again. So it's, things
1: aren't gelling. They're not meant to gel perfectly, but I just don't know if I like the way the story's being unfolded to What
0: us. it is is it's not satisfying enough so far to try and keep you interested. You need to you need to have had really satisfying oh, that was big, that yeah, was big, also, that was big. I think you need to be more in with fury,
1: and at the moment I'm just in this constant state of consternation. Like but why? Why okay, so you married a scroll, fine, you know, into galactic love. Is love is love, good on you. Yeah. But did that
0: mean you've dropped the ball on your responsibilities to protecting the earth? Uh, I don't I miss. I'm missing things. Well, that's the thing. I think he's supposed to be up there, and he was defending the Earth. And I think the new Marvels film sort of shows him up there doing that. So you do know that Nick Fury survives, basically, based on the trailer for Marvels. Is he, well, I'll be very. surprised. Unless it's a flashback or some shit. Yeah, but. well, very surprised they
1: killed Nick Fury. But is that one? Is that film set now? We don't
0: know. Yeah. Okay. Presumably, because Kamala Khan's I think. Yeah, that's that's the ultimate thing. I mean, I think um, I'm definitely going to keep watching it. I'm definitely gonna keep looking I might, at. I don't know.
1: I'm not that. I guess I will, but I'm not. I've got a lot of other things I'm gonna watch for other guest appearances on other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, it's a little side project. If it's about to come to fruition. So,
0: <sighs> mm, I. I mean, this is it. Like, um, yeah. Look, I definitely will because I'm. I'm always gonna watch a Marvel a Marvel film. Right, I'm always gonna watch a DC film. Sure. Well probably right uh, but like that's it though it never, it's it's not the fucking event that it, over, that it that it was before and so I think to myself especially with all the trouble that they're having with Jonathan Majors and all this sort of that I'll like, say what the fuck is going to happen with these things like yeah it's interesting do you know what I mean yeah so anyway
1: alright what are you giving then Wayne final score and any um, other final thoughts on
0: Secret Invasion yep Secret Invasion is a 54 at this stage
1: yeah look as I would have said that's where I was coming in here today but talking about it I've realised this. What's bugging me about the show, and mm. I'm pretty unsatisfied. And maybe I'm missing some really obvious things. And there's real fans out there who are going, "Paul, you're fucking more." And they said this, and they said that. You yeah. got to sort of, you will make the real call if you watch all six. Yeah, right? I will. But so like, my temporary score is forty nine. Forty nine. Yep, hasn't passed. Okay, not to this stage. Not to this it's, stage. Again, not angry, ropeable. But no, no, it's right not, around that two it's and a half. Serviceable star. is what it yeah, is. Yeah, and but it it should be better. As much as it's your jam, this idea of a spy thing with action beats and more grounded and gritty is much more appealing to me now than something like the Marvels, which is coming. So
0: yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I agree too as well. So
1: there you go. That's our initial thoughts or at least halfway thoughts of Marvel secret invasion. What did you think? Did are you enjoying it more than us? Are you hating it more than us? Have you turned off already? Let us know via email at the countdown podcast at gmail.com on Twitter. No, don't worry. Twitter, Twitter's dead. <laughs> uh, the the countdown com is our website with links to everything else that matters about the show, including our Patreon, and the Facebook Link to the show to get involved in discussions about this and all other things, film, television, and beyond. As we continue the countdown, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. I am a Scroll. We'll catch you next time. See ya. <laughs>